Hello friends and listeners, Ben here, and welcome back to The Magic Circuit. This episode that you're about to listen to, we recorded about two weeks ago after a hiatus because of some life shit, but then almost immediately after we did so, we got hit with some more, way more serious life shit, and at the same time, the subject of the episode, which is Sengo Muramasa, became pretty obsolete because more Muramasa content came out with the beginning of Lost Belt 5. So we decided to put this one out anyways. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, We'll be trying to get back on a regular releasing schedule sooner than later, get back with our regularly scheduled content. But until then, I hope this can tide you over, and thanks for listening. to another episode of The Magic Circuit. This is a bi-weekly podcast yes, bi-weekly. where we talk about Kinoko Nasu's Type Moon Universe, which means we mostly talk about... This is a, this is a, a bi-monthly this podcast. This is a bi-monthly podcast now. You cut me off in the middle of the thing. We talk about fate here. It's a fate podcast, pretty much. It's technically a Type Moon podcast. We're working on that. I'm yes. Mia. I'm Ben. <laughs> and we're your lovely hosts, back from a pretty long hiatus. Uh, yeah, like a, a a month and a half. Oh God, I I was just looking at the Simplecast stats the other day, and I've already forgotten the numbers. Um, it did occur to me though, which is why we're recording now, uh, of all times, that we are almost a year out from our original episode as of the day of recording this. I suppose we can time it strategically such that we release it on the nineteenth. Sorry, I was squinting at the number because it's Simplecast UI is really bad. Yeah, <laughs> so that's uh. That's a Thursday? That is four days from now. Wait, nope, no, that's, that's six, six days, days from, from now. now. Yep, that's how <laughs> math works. Oh, great start of the episode. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's a Thursday, I guess. I, I was going to say that that's off our usual schedule, but then fuck our <laughs> usual schedule, apparently. So. Yeah, about that. That's also part of why we're recording this. Uh the last yeah. update that we did was a brief picture that I posted on the podcast Twitter about us being at Anime New York together, which is very cute. We're wearing the faux hats. It was very sweet. Love those faux Love hats. Love those faux hats. I still have mine. Uh, it still won't fit in my head. Shoutouts to the very exasperated employees who let us take that picture oh my... like 10 minutes after the exhibit had oh closed. Oh my god. Thank you so much to whoever those people <laughs> were. If you ever get a hold of this podcast, I don't know how you will. We appreciate you very much because those pictures are incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly sweet and I will cherish them. Yes. They're very good ones. Um, But yeah, we figured that we would just do a quickie, a quick episode. We were kind of running this cute idea a while back, speaking of cute things, of shorter episodes just focusing on a single topic which we were going to call gonder shorts zing and we figured "Mm, just because it's been a while and we're kind of off our groove um that we would maybe do one of those for you today but i figure we could at least uh whatever anyways we're back for you folks uh and for each other 
because I don't know. This is something that I like doing, and I missed it. Oh, yeah, you're very sweet. I like doing this. Yeah, thing. it's a, it's a fun thing, and we like real talk. We we were we had a pretty good pace going. I mean, we put out twenty episodes. Like yeah, was... it's been a year, which feels really weird. I know. Pretty. I keep like. I keep thinking about all of the things that were happening a year ago. Yeah. And not believing that it was a year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I like, though? What? what? Emmy Ishiro. I also like Emmy Ishiro, Ben. Let's talk about what him. What a coincidence. <laughs> it's almost like we do a Type Moon podcast, and he is yeah. a good boy. He's kind of he, he kind of sucks at the start of the fate route, but so does the rest of the fate route. So that's fine. It's okay. It's not that bad. Yes. Everyone everyone hates it, but it's not the worst. It's just exposition dot root. Yeah. Uh, the fate route is better than Unlimited Blade Works. Hot take dot JPG. <laughs> I stand by. Is it. this actually something you stand by? Yes. Th- this is actually this is a a, genuine a real opinion. opinion. Oh, that's 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 fun. Yes. I respect that. Uh. I think Fate definitely takes it over in Limited Blade Works for me only because of the emergency threesome. And that's something <laughs> that, like, you know, newer consumers of the series will never experience. And that upsets me. It's so important. My favorite thing about the emergency threesome is the the knowledge that Archer sacrificed his life so that could happen. Yes. Yeah, right. He bought them <laughs> enough time to bone in the woods <laughs> so yeah. then Saber could blast shit out of Berserker. Uh, anyways, uh, what we are, why we bring up Emmy Ishiro at all, not just because he is a good boy, is because remember, remember all that months, all all that months, all those months ago when we made a Google form to uh, answer your questions, which we then were bad hosts and stopped existing, uh, so we didn't answer any of them. Uh-huh. But we are rectifying that today uh, with our first submission, which was, "What are your thoughts on Shiro Masa?" What are your thoughts on Shiramasa? Um, he's a hunk. Because I know I have thoughts on Shiramasa. Yeah, that's that's goddamn sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, he's a hunk. No two ways about it. The 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 bod, the dumb cape, the arm sleeve thing, the the swords. Cannot love a boy with swords, and Shiramasa's got lots of them, just like regular Shiro. I will say, though, that they made things as confusing as possible for people by using that art for him. Because for months after Shimosa came out, because there were no translations of it, for some reason nobody ever got around to translating that until two years later when the English version came out. Yeah, I don't know why. There were so many people who thought that that just, like was limited over zero zero right. which makes like perfect sense that, because uh, not that the character was but like that the body yeah, was. yeah right right um which is not the case yes but i'm pretty sure the art is identical yes it is identical art so oh he's actually uh but if you look he's actually he's holding the cape in the other arm in limited over zero he's hol- he's holding <laughs> it in the the like the 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 red sleeve arm in limited over zero but in his uh, portrait art he's holding it in the the naked arm okay so not just the other arm as in like 
they flip the JPEG horizontally, but actually the yeah, other actually arm. the actually the other arm. Also, hang on, real real quick. Got it. Before we get into this, look at what is going on with his right hand in limited over zero. I've never Let noticed this. Picture. Do you see this? What's going on? What? Huh? Do you see? It's like he Fing- doesn't have like what a are, wrist. What are fingers? What are fingers? Oh, oh my god! What's happening? That we'll we'll post this in the show notes for you to also witness this horror for yourself if you've never seen this. That's one of the worst hands I've ever seen. I, I, you know, like okay, Takeuchi, artists complain nonstop about drawing hands. I'm yes, not someone who's good at art. If I every time I try to draw hands, I just end up drawing five lines in like coming off of a square in a vaguely hand-like configuration i don't blame you for doing this you could have just put the arm behind the leg <laughs> you were so close <laughs> yeah. it's partially obscured it's partially obscured and the two but the two fingers that you can see are monstrous yeah and he has no wrist it looks like he has like a big like gorilla arm insert like buster gorilla you know joke, what it, i guess but like do you know what it actually looks like is the if you like wrapped this up, this would be what I imagine the, arm? the cursed arm. Yeah, 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 like. yeah. I was actually just thinking that because look, like his forearm is also twice as long as his bicep. Oh God, you're right. Oh, that's miserable. Okay, well, this is my new take on Chiramasa. Uh, Wait, is that supposed to be the archer arm in that case? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if is there any like lore on limited over. Shiro and where he's supposed to be from there is a little bit it's not very specific um limited over zero it's just like it's like limited over zero formal craft and imaginary around yeah yeah are just like the depictions of those three at their like ultimate like their peaks as magi Oh, um, okay, okay. That makes sense. But there, there's no information of, like, what's going on with them in this form. It's just, like, right. this is what they look like at their right. best. That makes sense. Yeah, the the lore section for the craft essence just says, Convergence is proof of one's ideals. As you hammer the blade upon the anvil, you burn thyself all the more brightly. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yep. Damn. Uh. Well, yeah, I guess for those of you who either haven't read a translation of shimosa whether it be the english version or whether you're just playing jp like us and you still haven't read the full translation of shimosa which i haven't actually but i know the lore of shiramasa because that's important and i totally didn't look it up 15 minutes before the episode recording started <laughs> just to just to refresh my i mind. have i have skimmed the full translation i, I, I haven't knew read through the bits entire. and pieces uh yeah like i knew that I mean, I knew the hype thing because I mean, I, 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 uh, that was the phase of my Grand Order playing experience where I didn't, uh, skip through the cutscenes to read them later. I just, and then never read them. Uh, I actually, like, <laughs> tried to read them. And Shimosa was really hard to read. So I just watched all the pretty, pretty pictures. The, the part where yeah. he, like, does the sword and there's the Emmy remix and everyone was nutting over that for, you know, a straight month. Uh, that was cool. <laughs> uh, and I, I knew a little bit about the sword. And I know that he's like a he's like an old man in in a Shiro body, but right there is no yeah, there's, there's there's no Shiro personality. Going yeah, on. he just he he's borrowed the hunky body of our favorite boy, but he is at heart an old man. 
who like swords instead of a young boy who likes swords. When they when they do pseudo servants, um, do you prefer it that way, or do you like to have the the character personality there? I prefer it that way because it makes it feel. I I like having it be servant personality in like reference body because that feels more like a reference to me as opposed to just Mm -hmm. like, and I mean, okay, look, pandering isn't bad. Fan service isn't bad. Uh, I think that's fun. And I'm always happy whenever they put a new pseudo servant in, no matter like how ham fisted it is. Um, I agree. But Parvati's design is a little whack and, you know, people have talked about that, but uh, Parvati herself is still reasonably good character. Just from like a writing standpoint, just, you know, we had a whole episode on this <laughs> cultural appropriation and fade <laughs> right. and all of that. But yeah, I, I like it when it's more like a, when it's a new personality because it's like, oh, yeah, you like the, you look like this character that we who have consumed that media recognize. But if you haven't, then you're like, oh, it's just this character, you know, like imagine you're just like a Japanese teen who has a phone. And downloaded this game and was like, oh, a bikini lady on a big bow. She shoots planets. That's cool. Like, you know, and and hasn't watched Fate Stay Night and doesn't know who Ren is. Like, I don't know. I, I like that because it allows you to take the servants more out of their original context. So I like the Shiro Masa approach to things. And it's fun because, like, he borrows some of the powers. He borrows them into Blade Works. He does the, the sword thing. You know, it makes sense. I think for your hypothetical Japanese teenager, though, does it really make a difference to that person? Because even if it's just like, even if Ishtar was literally just Rin in terms of personality, then if the person hasn't read Fate Stay Night, it's a completely new character to them either way. I guess that's true. In the end, it wouldn't really matter for, for said for said teen. I just think that it works a little nicer in a vacuum because well nah, I I've 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 I need to I need to die on this hill because I've started this opinion and I, I believe in it enough that I'm willing to try and defend it even though I, I see your <laughs> point. Um I don't know, I, I think it allows yeah. you to at least enjoy this new design more out of context without like having the context of the original character as much. Like we as fans of the series long time will see this and be like, oh, yeah, it's Shiro. Oh, it's Muramasa. Oh, that makes sense, because Sora is a little later. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like, that makes a lot of sense. Right. But people who don't know that can still just have some, I don't know, like, aesthetic appreciation for it. Whereas I feel like if you just were like, oh, this is just Shiro again, but in the Muramasa body. Like, if they did that, they probably wouldn't bother going through all of the re-exposition again that you would need. Like, like I don't think they've really right. explained why Emiya to, is you Emiya know, know who Shiro is in Grand Order. Like they call him Emiya because that's no. what he tells people to call him, uh, and that doesn't right. really have any significance to like the people there and his whole character taken out of Shiro's context is so much different than it is in. Like, you know, Unlimited Blade Works, for instance. Yeah, and I think it, it's telling on that front that we've had lots of content with Emiya Alter in it, but no, like, actual story stuff. Right, exactly. Just because normal Emiya. 
because without without the context of Shiro being present, that character doesn't. Well, I was gonna say that character doesn't really make sense, but I guess he's yeah. I mean, it it makes sense, but it's true that like his character arc made more sense with Shiro being there. Like Emmy Alter has a different character arc that is made more tragic if you know the original Emmy's backstory. So, but then, like, see, you're, like, that's already implying that you know who Emiya is, and you know what his deal is, you know what his deal was, you know what he went through in life, all of that stuff. Like, even though Emiya Alter's design is questionable at best, we can, like, we as people who know his original context can look at that and be like, oh, that's such a bummer, like, he got, he got, like, he got, like, dark catfished by Kiara (laughs) and became evil. (laughs) Like, oh no, (laughs) tragedy, now his body is literally falling apart yeah but the reason i i asked the question about the pseudo servants is because there's been some conversation happening on that subject now with the babylon anime airing oh that makes sense because people who aren't as deep in grand order like the more casual fans of the series Uh being exposed to a ishtar but also b jaguar man oh god yeah Um, I actually like low key always forget Jaguar Man exists, and then I I yeah, getting like, YouTube <laughs> recommendations of like Jaguar Man appears, and I'm like, oh no, I forgot. <laughs> I went through the exact same thing. It's uh, um, I love Taiga, I do, but why? Right? Why? So, so it's kind of the question of like because Ishtar is pretty similar to Rin, but not a hundred percent. And I think she's distinct enough that I don't feel like she's just <laughs> what if Rin but Babylon. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, like there's some there's some and there's some like throwbacks to like, you know, she's like, oh gems. Like I need gems because I have no money. <laughs> like <laughs> right. that's that's like the the classic Rin of like I have like I live in this fancy house, but I have no savings because I spend all my money. Rin, Rin is like Rin is like the drill tweet with the candles, but it's gems. Yeah. She's like, someone please help me with my budget, seven thousand dollars. Spend less on gem magecraft. No, <laughs> like that's Rin's whole life crisis. Yeah, and for them to throw throw back to that with Ishtar is, is cute. It's cute, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, she does she does the the sin thing and. Yeah, so I feel like Ishtar is distinct enough to not just be Rin, but Babylon. But Jaguar, my, Jaguar Man is definitely just, what if we made Taiga a servant, and it was funny. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what is J- Jaguar Man, anyways? It's some, like... Yeah. like uh, It's like a American. Mesoamerican yeah. thing. But is that even, like... Is that, like... Is that, like, real? I never I actually looked like, into that. I think it's, like, real enough. Okay. But it it's like the character is named Jaguar Man. Like yeah, exactly. it's so vague that there's not any lore there. It's right. like Jaguars were a revered animal in some Mesoamerican cultures. Slap Tiger's face on it. Call it a day. Right. Like Tiger or ja- Jaguar onesie. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No problems. Oh my god, I didn't know Tiger's Tyga's titties are so out in the final art. I did not know that was a thing. Oh, the in the final the, session, like, Yakuza like, one, the Yakuza one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I am happy they brought that back. Like the the idea that Tyga has like Yakuza connections. That's that's always the funniest to me. Yeah, but it's 
been interesting to see people's reactions to those because, you know, people who just watch Fate anime and don't, like, read the sources, either of Grand Order or the VN or whatever else, um, are right. very familiar with Rin as a character. But yeah. I've seen a lot of people who didn't even realize that Jaguar Man was a pseudo-servant. Because Taiga, oh. Taiga is so heavily cut from the anime. Oh, that maybe people just forgot. Yeah. Oh, that's that's weird. Right? I mean, that makes sense, though. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. And that's like not realizing Parvati is pseudo-servant, because Sakura barely exists in Unlimited Blade Works. Right. Um, and, you know, I think if, if the Heaven's Feel movies hadn't come out and then Parvati appeared in something, I bet people, a good number of people would not put one and one together and re- say, like, oh, this is Sakura, but servant. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's reasonable. So our our sample size is small for how people react to this sort of thing. So I can't say this with certainty, but I feel that for people who aren't, like, huge fans of the series and don't necessarily, like, love and are invested in all of the original cast... Having a different personality for the pseudo-servant is preferable to just, like, slap the personality on the body, give them a new outfit, say they're a servant and a different person, and call it a day. Right, because at least with... I think the other thing is, like, if you establish a new person, or a new personality and a new... um, I don't know, like, you're essentially just creating a new character with an old, like, shell... Yeah. Like, the shell just becomes something that old fans can latch onto. But I think something that I like about it is, like, like Muramasa as an existence makes a ton of sense in uh, in Shimosa. Right. Like, him being in Shimosa, like, fits flavor-wise and all of that. And, I mean, it, you know, you gotta, the ME remix had to happen and, you know, the, the Unlimited Blade Works, everyone loves the swords. But... You totally could have just not had those references, and that moment where he blows up, you know, Amakusa's, like, reality marble and the temple, or the, the castle, mm-hmm. like, still would have been really cool. Uh, you know, you just wouldn't have, like, all the longtime fans popping off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think, for me, Muramasa is done perfectly the way that pseudo-servants should be done. Because I, he's not just, like... Hey, remember Shiro? Don't you like this character? Yeah, right. but he—he's his own distinct entity who, in terms of personality, has like nothing in common with Shiro, but yeah. has enough commonalities with him and like similar themes and similar abilities that it makes perfect sense for them to be connected to each other in this way. Totally, like it feels like a very reasonable justification for. Like, if someone was like, here's the definition of pseudo-servant. Example, Muramasa. Right. Like, first, I would be like, yeah, I get it. But then if you were like, example two, Ishtar? And I'm like, okay, Rin is, like, kind of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> Ishtar kind of sucks. They have money things. Yeah. Like, I don't know, if you tried to, like, vaguely compare the two existences... Like, it it makes sense, the parallels are there, but I don't yeah. feel like it's perfect. 
No, 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 no. Not by a long shot. Like, it definitely, like, Ishtar definitely feels like more of an excuse to shoehorn Rin into Grand Order. Mm-hmm. Whereas Muramasa feels more like, how can we recontextualize Shiro's character in a way that fits our needs for this story chapter? Right. Which I am a big fan of, personally. And it, um, it doesn't help with, in terms of justifying the existence of pseudo-servants that the lore on how they happen is so half-assed oh god it's so half-assed and they always i mean like it's different every time basically like it's yeah. not consistent because like, like, you've a got a lot Waver, of them a lot of them are just like divine spirit can't be servant so they have to like choose to limit themselves by manifesting in a mortal's body yeah and like okay cool that makes sense but yeah, right, right 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 like what is the justification for Wafer being, um, I I never know how to pronounce uh, his name. Juga Liang. Yeah, that's how I would pronounce it. Like the the guh. Yeah, Juga Liang. Um. Yeah, that's how I would. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not Chinese, and I don't know the language very well, so I could be totally wrong. Right. But like, to my or knowledge... or uh, also being the other one. Yeah. Yi. Yeah. Yeah. But to my knowledge, there isn't even an attempted justification for that. Yeah. It's like they're similar. In terms of, like, personality and ability, so it makes sense that they can, like, occupy the same space as characters, but, like... Right. Why did Zhuge Liang have to be in Waver's body instead of just being summoned? Right. There's no answer to that question. Right. Other than, like, oh, we wanted an excuse to, like, put Waver in the game, and right. we made this happen. But then yeah. also in, like, everything Waver's in, he's totally just Waver. Like, they just call him Elmoloid the Second. Like, they just use that sprite all yeah. the time, and it's just Waver. <laughs> right, because it's also 100% just Waver's personality. Yeah. Like, he just is borrowing the vague framework of, like, Zhuge Liang's existence so he can, like, have a noble phantasm. And mm-hmm. that feels weird and dumb to me, and I'm I'm sure that... I remember there was... I remember reading some, like, a blow-up on the internet after, uh, after Rhyna's pseudo-servant got announced like Chinese fans being upset, which I totally get because it's like, right. I don't know, it's like you did Zhuge Liang as Waver, so I guess it makes sense you had to do a counterpart as Rhinez, but like, did you really have to? <laughs> like, did you? Yeah, and there's a whole history of Chinese fans being unhappy with the depiction of Chinese characters in the series. I mean, which makes sense. I mean, Lubu, who is like, like Lubu... super cool, is just a, you know, screaming mute wall number five. Yeah, Lu Bu is, like, one of the most iconic heroes in Chinese culture. Right, like, ever. And they, they did him pretty dirty. Yeah. He, I, I know um, he's, like, busted in lore or whatever, but, like, who cares? The dude, like, he he can't have a personality. Like, the closest we've he's gotten just to like, Lu Bu... He's just Hercules, but boring. Right. Like, because Hercules has character development in the context of Ilya. Like, right. and that's the only reason why Hercules in Fate is in any way interesting, is because he got development yeah. in that way. Right, and he's also, even still to this day, the series' go-to character to use when you just, like, need someone scary. Yeah, it's true. Right, because, I mean, like, they already did Screaming Meatwall very well with him. Like, you don't need to... Right. Like, Lupu is just harder to draw. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he just has more moving parts. Like, just grab her, just draw, like, a big upper body. Just, you know, cover cover the fact that you don't actually know how to draw a waist uh, in with the skirt thing. Give him the big sword. Mm-hmm. You draw some spooky shadows and make the hair do whatever you want it to. Like you're good, right? You're good. Um, where 
Where was I going? Were we getting back to Shiramasa somehow? I, th- I think I planned on it, but I don't remember <laughs> what what the journey was to it, that point. It's gone, much like our regular posting <laughs> schedule. Um, we'll do better, we promise. Just eventually. Okay. Don't make promises. Okay, I fair. <laughs> we might not do better. I, I want to get back to a regular recording schedule eventually. Yes, we will be better eventually. Yes. Maybe not in the short term. Yes. And we are sorry in the meantime, but hopefully this will be enough to satiate you, a few rabid fans out there. On a different note, the real shit we care about about this character. Okay. When is when is he coming? When is he when, coming? When can I get him? When? It's been years. It's been over two years. Deliver now him. It just came out in North America. We crave that Shiromasa. <laughs> Bring him to us. We do. Yeah, I mean, he would be sick. I don't know. He he could be two busters. He could be three busters. He could be all busters. I don't care. <laughs> Five busters. Five busters. He's all red. He's all sword. He's all swinging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New Year's is coming up again. There's always hope. There is always hope. <laughs> I think I could... more likely probably is um since Lost Bout 5 is coming out in like a week now yeah. um we'll probably get the same sort of daily we had last year which yeah. was lost belt two had just happened too right what scandinavia was yeah. two yeah yeah lost belt two had just happened and they were just like yeah there were too many new characters to put in the lost belt two banners so they didn't release scotty and then like a, a month later new year's happened and they released scotty. yeah so we'll probably get someone who pops up there i could see that happening yeah, if I had to put big money down on a hype New Year's character, uh-huh. I'm gonna say uh, Rasputin. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. I think that's. that's... I think that's more likely than Muramasa. I would agree because he's done more in the story and he has like a recurring role. Right, and we know he's in Atlantis currently. Yes. Um, so, but Rasputin's gone. It's just. It's. It, oh well yeah that's true that's true yeah it's just curate fucking just, round um, just carrying <laughs> it's just Kira doing his thing from beyond the grave yeah what a bastard love him such a nightmare such a nightmare i mean okay well how about this just to close this off so i mean rasputin is essentially just like that's just curate again right yes how do you feel about that i mean we love curate you know so it's like is the fact that we love curate enough to make Rasputin our exception to our point that we just raised this whole episode? I'm going to say provisionally yes. Okay. And I'll say that for a couple of reasons. Um, So originally the character... So the character is now literally just Kotomi Nekiri. Yeah, right. Not like Rasputin, but it's Kotomine's personality. No, no, no. Like Rasputin is gone from the body. Yes. Like the spirit left and Kotomine is completing there. his like Russia lost belt mission. And it's just curious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um I think that that is fine then because they're not like, ooh, it's Kire, but not really. It's just like, no, we just put Kire in the story. Yeah, right. Um, Like, it was Kire, but not really for, like, a short while, and then it became actually just Kire. Right. And the the provisional part is, that makes me me curious and hesitantly pro this move, is that we've gotten hints at, like, how this 
became a thing that happened, uh, which leads me to believe that there is going to actually be lore about it. Um, uh-huh. Because when when Katomine first shows up in, like, the prologue to Arc 2... To punch Da Vinci um, through the chest? Yeah. Uh, but when, when he first appears, Da Vinci... It's like Gordolf, Da Vinci, and Koyanskaya. And then right. there's a scene of, like, Gouda, um, Holmes, and Da Vinci talking about talking about them. And Da Vinci's like, yeah, so the priest is, like, the... He was the... Um, what's the, the word? The judge? Not the judge, but, like, the, the moderator, whatever. The, the mediator? During... The mediator, yeah, yes. Close. Very close. He was Moderator he, and mediator, very, very close, close in definition, and also in sound. It's true. Uh, he was the church's mediator in the Holy Grail War in Fuyuki, but he died during that, but then his body disappeared, so what the fuck? Oh, uh, I see, I see. And then I, I think that gets brought up again in the Russia Lost Belt. So there is... Like, some hinting that there is something that actually happened and was significant to the fact that Kotomine is there, rather than just it being a cameo, because oh. we like him. I see, because if his body was never found... I mean, it's true that, like, in multiple times... Well, because one of them, he probably just gets he probably just gets eaten by the grail mud, and then in the other one, probably also gets eaten by the grail mud, or blasted in whatever happens to destroy the Heaven's Field Grail. Uh, uh oh you're t- you're talking about what happens to him in um in, in stay, stay night, night. Yeah, yeah yeah sorry i, w- I yeah, was just yeah. thinking like where would there other- be other canon reasons that the body would never have been found and i'm thinking like yes because it's like when shiro punches the azoth dagger into him in fate they're in the pool of the, the muck aren't they right so i could see him just dissolving there unlimited blade works he burns in the fire and in heaven's feel he probably just th- the cave collapses does he burn in the fire in Unlimited Blade Works? That's the one I was just wondering about because he dies like before. Well, he dies because they light the because uh, uh 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 Lancer lights the Einspurn Castle Lancer on magic just fire. stabs him. Oh, that's right, he does. Yeah, and he burns with Kire. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah. So there are already canon reasons why there would be no body, but I think it, I agree. Ugh, sorry, I would I agree that it would be cool if they did some kind of cool lore tie-in and somehow. Oh, but, but don't forget, this is a different Grail War. Oh, that's this right. This right, is right, the Yeah. Yes. This, the scenario is totally different. Because this the, the Fuyuki right. Grail War was the... Well, I guess that singularity was also... Well, no, the Fuyuki Grail War was the, yeah, well, the Maris Billy one, right? Yes. In, in the Grand Order timeline, there has only been the one yes, Grail War. Yes, that's right. Well, there you go. Hopefully it, they do something cool with it. My suspicion is probably the answer is just, like, the alien god was just, like, hey, come back to life. Right, it was probably, like, a... Yeah. Kind of kind of the same way he did for the Kryptos. Yeah, that would make sense to me. Like, he's like, hey, I sense the darkness within you. This is useful to me. <laughs> come do yeah, bad shit. But that's... That's all I need, yeah, honestly. Same. Like, that's a... The alien god can basically do anything as far as I'm concerned. Like, there there are no established limits or guidelines for what this entity is yeah, capable right. of. So as long as you say the alien god did it and it's not huge, like, bad story bullshit, I'm willing yeah, to accept I agree. that. Like, if it's not the alien god did this and now, like, 
I don't know. Roman is back, but Solomon is evil. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. So hopefully more good pseudo-serving content in the future. Shiramasa, definitely a good, successful yeah. application of the idea. Certainly. Uh, maybe we'll get him when Heaven's Feel 3 comes out. I could see that. Because we got Parvati for Heaven's Feel 1, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, did we get someone for, for 2? Did Kama come out, like, remember. around when 2 happened? Maybe. I don't remember the timeline. Because Kama is, like, right. Dark Sakurai, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could see it happening, maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. It could be cool. I'd be down for that. Who knows? Shiramasa, pretty cool guy. Old man and yeah, we like hot it. young man's body. We we love we he's, love a hot yeah, old man. He's, he's a grumpy old guy. We, <laughs> we do we love, love hot, hot old, old men. We love hot young men. Thus, the perfect unity of the two was bound to be perfect, flawless. Yeah. So this is an interesting reversal, actually, where normally you get the hot old man who acts young, but now we got the hot young man. Oh, that's true. I guess that is a little bit of a subversion from the usual, huh? That's cool. I don't know. I'm I'm into it. Shiromas is good. Uh, If you want more on his personality, you can also read the Shimosa manga, which I have read more of than the translation of the original Shimosa chapter. Uh, Oh, yeah, and it's really sick, isn't it? Yeah. I I sent you a bunch of art from that a while ago, right? Yeah, you have. It fucking rules. Like, they do all the normal phantasms such good justice in it. Like, mm-hmm. when Inshun activates his noble phantasm, it's like when, it's like when, um, like, I I forget what the whole deal, like, corrupted Shuten and corrupted Raiko show up, like, yeah, Shuten basically just, like, auto-drops her MP, which, like, floods the, like, bamboo forest they're in, <laughs> and, like, there's just the torrents of the, the wine, and then, like, there's this sick, like, full panel shot like, full-page panel shot, or maybe, like, half a... It's a big panel where Inshin does his, like, you know, multiply you know, after image whatever. He splits up, and he does the thing. His little his little buff. Mm-hmm. He does that, and it rules. Like, the shot, super cool. I'm gonna actually pull it up so I can put it in the show yeah. notes afterwards. <laughs> so, so we've got two images for the show notes this time. We've got the incredibly sick Inshin yeah. shot, and then we've got Muramasa's... Or limited over zeros, monstrous weird hand. hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. We are nothing if not consistent in our inconsistency. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do Do you want to wrap this All up? Right. Cool. Let's do it. Um, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for joining us after all this time, and yeah. thanks for sticking. Thanks for, thanks for taking us back seriously, and thanks for sticking with us for a whole year. If you've If you've been waiting for this episode, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, if you're new yeah. to the show consider go listening to our old episodes when we were doing things consistently because we have some sort of you know vague continuity um hopefully that will reestablish itself sometime in the new year um yeah we we do this show because it's fun and nice having an excuse for us to talk with each other about this stuff and if people listen to it then that's a huge bonus that i honestly never really expected me neither (laughs) whenever i'm reminded that people 
like hearing us talk about it. It's very flattering. Yeah. So I appreciate it. I also feel wholeheartedly the same about that. Like, this is just something that we started to, you know, just kind of block out, you know, an hour, hour and a half of time in a week just to make sure we can talk to each other and just to talk about something that we love. Um, but mm-hmm. sharing it with, you know, the the large handful of you, uh, which I feel like <laughs> is a good way of describing, like, you know, having a couple hundred listeners uh, in, yeah, in internet so. terms. Um, right. You know, that's that's pretty swell. And, you know, we I, I love it when people ask me lower questions because I, I love it when someone asks me a fake question and I have to go, oh, boy. OK, <laughs> <laughs> that that's exactly what the emotion is, right? right? Yeah. Someone asks you. A th- it's like I have like Tay pings me all the time for fake uh-huh. stuff. And, and I'm always like, OK, so like which answer do you want? <laughs> yeah. Do you want the one that just like gives you the information that you're looking for or can I get away with giving you the one I want to give, which is way too long. Right, <laughs> which is the worst one, but also the more right one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, um, But yeah, anyways, if you're new to the show, um, consider following us on Twitter at The Magic Circuit, on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash the dash magic dash circuit. We are The Magic Circuit Podcast. Mm-hmm there uh you can follow me one half of the magic circuit at sleepy underscore mimi on twitter um and ben continues in his long time quest for asceticism <laughs> no yeah if you want more of me uh follow the our anime podcast uh, yes. or join our discord because that's where i usually am on the internet that is true yeah mm-hmm. and those are those are some swell folks i i uh got further acquainted with them at anime nyc and they're a, they're a good bunch. I I can't keep up with you whippersnappers anymore. Cause the last time I regularly watched <laughs> anime, it wasn't fate. It was in 2012. <laughs> Y'all were talking about that disaster show, and I was like, yeah, like Mayoika? like yeah, and I was like, oh, it's yeah. Shout out to me. I was like, oh, it's like another. <laughs> I love that show. And and Cha was like, oh yeah, I've I've heard of that show, and I was like, oh man, if only you'd been there. <laughs> what a fucking train wreck! Just like when the girl falls on the umbrella. <laughs> oh man. Anyways. Uh, we love you all. Thanks for listening. Um, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh, happy holidays. Wait, happy holidays. It's that time. Yeah, that. Okay, now actually bye. Okay, bye.